It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello, and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I'm Vanessa Grace, your host. Da 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 da! Uh, I'm apparently really excited to be chatting with you right now. Um, okay, reminders the merch is out there, it's out in the wild, it's available for you if you want to have some inspirational codependency merch in your life cell phone covers, towels, tank tops, journals. Um, you know where to find it. It's at soulamplified.org slash merch. Um, updates on closing my therapy practice. So last week was quite an amazing week with all of that. There was a lot of kind of, uh, working through the, the shift of closing something that I have worked in for almost a decade and um, kind of releasing the energy of it and grieving it, but then also on the new moon kind of stepping into something new. And I didn't even realize it was the new moon when it was happening, Um, but I looked back later, a, a day or two later, and it happened on the full moon where this whole new idea came through and how I was feeling really changed. And it was like the new moon was an energetic end of expand joy, the therapy business. And, um, the new moon was the beginning of only working in this business, only having soul amplified to kind of connect with and have all of these juicy relationships and conversations and creative moments. And what that led to was an idea for an in-person retreat. So, I'm hosting an in-person retreat, everyone. It's called Awaken Your Feminine, and it is happening here in Vancouver, Washington. And if you're not from this area, that's not Vancouver, British Columbia. There is a location called Vancouver, Washington, and it's just 30 seconds north of Portland, Oregon. So the event is happening here in my hometown, Vancouver, Washington, And ladies, it's happening in a yurt that I have found. It's going to be amazing. It's in a beautiful backyard of a place called Connect Wellness Spa. And uh, the Awaken Your Feminine event is um, a three-hour event. We're really going to step into learning how to receive and learning how codependency is related to being in your wounded feminine. We'll talk about that a little bit, but mostly it's going to be about what is the feminine? What is the masculine? What are these universal energies? What is your core essence? And how can you step more into flow rather than feeling emotionally saggy, worn out, over-controlling, super busy, and jittery? And so you can go to the landing page for that, the little website for it, and check it out and register. And that is at soulamplified.org slash yurt-retreat. So just remember, go to my website and then go to yurt-retreat. 
And then additionally, after the event, I'm having an exclusive um, kind of after party, after dinner, ticketed dinner, where people can come together with me that have chosen to be there. And we can just have a deepening of the conversation and like just a good girl talk with just me and four of you. And it'll just be so close and intimate and it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Head on over to the landing page, the website, soulamplified.org slash yurt dash retreat. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Um, and this is going to be uh, just a beautiful awakening for anyone who attends. So you have to check it out. Okay. Today I want to talk about empaths, the concept of the empath. We have not talked about empaths in such a long time. I, I can't even believe it. It's probably been a year, but I might be making that up. I don't really know because I didn't go back and look at the podcast. But let's just do a really quick review. Um, empaths are more energetically sensitive than uh, people who are not empaths. Empaths, according to some research that was shared in a book by Judith Orloff called The Empaths Survival Guide. Survival Guide. Yes, that will be in the show notes. Um, she says that there are about 20% of the population is empaths. Um, but because I have a theory that the more you go through spiritual growth, the more empathic you become. Because I have that theory and I believe that more and more people are awakening to their spiritual gifts and more and more people are connecting into energy and believing in energy and becoming more energetically sensitive, I wouldn't be surprised if that number of 20% was actually increasing. I've been working with um, several people who I feel like their energetic gifts are coming to the surface and they're starting to kind of activate them. And so, I mean, I love working with people on who are going through a spiritual awakening uh, because having gone through one myself, I know exactly how to support you. And I love helping people develop their spiritual gifts. So that I think that's really exciting that some people around me are kind of awakening in this way. And so I, you know, it, I just think that there probably is more than 20% at this point because I don't know when that research was done. And so much has happened spiritually in the last couple years alongside all of the other world events that have taken place. So anyway, empaths, what are they? They feel things more deeply than other people, and that could mean literal emotions. And I'm an emotional empath and a little bit of an intuitive and a little bit of a physical empath. So I tend to speak more frequently about being a feeling empath where you feel other people's emotions, but there's also components of it where you're a physical empath where you can feel in your body the sensations that somebody else is feeling in, in their body. Like if somebody else is having a medical condition, you feel the symptoms of the medical condition in your body, like the sluggishness or the pain, or um, I can't even think of other examples because I'm not very much a physical empath, if at all. So if you are a physical empath, please email me and tell me what your experience is, because I would love to learn more. Um, 
There's also the feeling empath, um, where you feel other people's feelings. And this means that you're more likely to end up being codependent in, you know, in reference to this podcast, because when you can feel other people's feelings and you don't know if they're your feelings or not, you want the other person's difficult emotions to end so you can become highly motivated to help their difficult emotions end because there's this uh, almost subconscious understanding that if their difficult emotions end, then you will no longer feel that difficult emotion as well. And so then you, you work really hard to help the other person not feel that way. Of course, the, the reverse is true, where if the emotion is positive, you can feel really uplifted by picking up somebody else's emotion, and then that feels really good. So yay for feeling positive emotions. Like, that's fun. Um, and then the other aspect of codependency and feeling empaths is that um, it's so easy to understand why the other person makes their choices because you're experiencing their feelings, you can more easily understand why they're doing what they're doing and almost justify it, even if it's not actually okay that they're behaving that way. Um, their, their feelings don't always justify a person's behavior, um, but you can see like why someone would behave that way, but that doesn't mean that it's justified or okay or isn't stepping on somebody else's human rights or, you know, their values or just uh, their, their right to exist the way they want to exist without hurting others. So that's some ways that codependency can step in here and connect with empaths. Also, I mean, there's this aspect of empaths where maybe you're the kind of empath where you're intuitive, and this could mean you connect to plants or the earth or animals, or you're a medium or you're a psychic, or you get intuitive information more. And I'm also um, an intuitive person, not so much with animals and plants, but as I continue to go through my own spiritual growth journey, that could happen as well, and I would be fine with that. And that's really the point that I want to make today, is that as you are going through your spiritual growth, you're going to become more and more of an empath, because spiritual growth means that you are more connected to, um, to the spirit world and to energy, to the divine, you know, any of those words that connect to you is the one I want you to be thinking about. And I'm probably going to use the word energy because I feel like it encompasses a lot of things and it. it's how I tend to think about the world is through energy. So the more that you're connecting with energy, the more that you're going to be aware of energy. And that means, and other people's emotions are energy, plants are energy, animals are energy, um, whether or not somebody has an, illness, an illness or has a certain level of health, that's an energy that they're, um, you know, reflecting, radiating off of their body. And so you can pick up on it. So the more sensitive you become, the more that you tune into 
the spiritual realms in whatever way you do, if that's through channeling or learning how to be a medium or learning tarot cards or using singing bowls, like whatever your method of connection is, maybe you're learning how to run energy and do Reiki or do the emotion code. All of these things that people become interested in can activate our chakra systems, can help clean them out of um, energetic blocks, and then open us up more to, to more spiritual depth and therefore more energy that we become aware of that's beyond um, kind of the 3D world of what we can touch and what we can sense with our main five senses. We become essentially um, sixth sensory, which I always have a hard time saying that phrase, but I feel like I do have a sixth sense now. I feel like I'm saying sick, but I'm not saying that. <laughs> I have a sixth sense. <sighs> so I, I definitely have a sixth sense now, and I'm just going to try and say it really slowly. It's going to be really funny. And so now that I have that sixth sense, um, I do just pick up information more frequently. Like I don't like going to the grocery store now. And I've realized that I probably just need to not go to that grocery store as much and go to different ones or use their pickup service so that I don't have to go in. Or, gosh, Vanessa, just use the skills that you teach duh, and like bubble, put your bubble up when you go in. But I don't always remember to do that. And so those are the kinds of situations that you could experience more and more of where you change how you feel in environments that used to feel fine to you, but now you're discovering that, gosh, I feel different in this environment or this situation, or things that used to work for me don't work for me anymore, and now I feel distressed. I can't be around this person as much. I can't watch the news as much. I can't be aware of certain things as much because it hurts deeper. And all of these changes are related to being deepening your spirituality and um, therefore becoming an empath. And people don't always, don't always realize that that's what they're doing when they're increasing their spirituality is that they are becoming more of an empath. And so I would encourage you, if this is turning on a little light bulb moment in your brain, do some more research on empaths. There's a lot more books out there than there used to be. I mean, I like Judith Orloff, but that's because I found her first and gobbled up some of her information and found it really incredibly useful. And it could be useful for you as well. I mean, other things that can change when you're becoming an empath, and maybe you weren't one before, because I don't know if I was one before, but I feel like I have more attributes of one now than I did before. I feel like maybe I had the feeling portion as a kid, but didn't know it. I definitely feel like it, it got, it wasn't nurtured because my parents aren't aware of things like that. And so it wasn't nurtured. And so maybe I turned it off because it wasn't aware in my family of origin. Um, but in all honesty, all kids are born empaths. I mean, all kids are born more spiritually open than we become as adults because it, um, it's not confirmed 
Like if a child has an experience and they share it and then the adult maybe doesn't make them feel bad, but it's like, oh, isn't that cute that you made up that little story? But the kid's like, I didn't make up that story. I actually saw that. Um, and so if it's discounted as being a cute kid thing and imagination or whatever it is, then the kid can just learn, oh, I don't talk about this stuff. And then slowly they stop experiencing it. Anyway, so all the, all the kids are going to be more open spiritually and empathically than adults are um, in general. Of course, there's lots of adults who are empathic as well. And now I've totally forgot what I was trying to say, but basically you need to do more research into empaths if you're realizing that you are one as you're going on your spiritual journey. And I just really want you to know that you're not alone if you're discovering these new things, like maybe strangers have started coming up to you feeling like they can trust you and telling you their personal stories. And you're like, what do I do with this? Why is this suddenly happening? This is part of why, because empaths put off this light that they are trustworthy. They're a safe person to be revealed to. And so people feel, they feel that they feel safe with you. And I've been told that many times before, that people feel safe with me. And that's part of why I'm so effective at my job, because um, there, there have been numerous clients that have said they felt the most comfortable with me as a therapist, even though they've had other therapists. That's not saying I'm the best therapist or I'm the only therapist that had that experience when I was a therapist or that there were other clients that didn't mesh with me at all. And that was totally true. There's people that saw me for a couple sessions and never came back because I wasn't a match for them. So I'm not sharing this story that people felt safe with me. Uh, like I was the therapist that worked best for them out of all the therapists that they had. I'm not saying that to be ego driven because I know there was just as many people that I was not a good fit for. And they in fact disliked working with me probably. Um, but when you're an empath, people feel that safety. Um, and they're going to open up to you, especially if you're an emotional empath. And so the important thing in all of this is to be aware of when empath sensitivities are happening in your life. What circumstances? Is it around people? Is it a deep awareness of nature and plants and animals? Is it getting the intuitive psychic information that I was talking about? And just, you know, log it or journal it or somehow keep track of it somewhere as you're learning this about yourself so that you can better take care of yourself. You guys know that I am all about the self-care. Teaching about the self-care, improving the self-care doing my best to walk my own talk and live the self-care myself. Um, so when you learn that people are just going to approach you, you can, and tell you their story, you can determine that day whether or not you're okay with it. And if you're not okay with it, you can energetically set your um, aura signature 
to kind of say, you know, people just need to stay away from me today. Not like I need to send out negative vibes, but just I have a boundary that I'm not approachable today. And you can just put that energetic boundary up around you in your aura. You can also figure out phrases to say to people like, thank you so much for sharing your story with me, but I'm actually in a really big rush. I cannot hear your entire story right now, but I wish you the best. Just some sort of kind phrases that you can use to move on. Um, or, you know, sometimes body language can help people not approach you. So if someone begins approaching you, use body language that doesn't indicate you're open to receiving their comments, which is not having eye contact, turning your feet away from them, turning your shoulder or your body away from them, like mm, you're closed or you're not open to the direction that they're facing. And don't do it rude, like you're disgusted with them. Just shift a little bit so that they don't have a direct path to the front of your body to be speaking to you. And this won't always work because sometimes people lack awareness of body language, but it will work some of the time. And then if you are getting overwhelmed in crowds with either the physical sensations or with the emotions, I think that's really being careful of your energy level when you're going to be in situations where there is going to be a crowd. Do you have the capacity in that moment to be in a crowd? Do you need to start asking yourself, is this my physical sensation or emotion or is it somebody else's? And really practicing and tuning into being able to tell the difference and tune on that intuition and let the intuition guide you as well to if this is your sensation or somebody else's sensation of emotion or physical stuff. Um, there's, I feel like there's just so much more I could say about this, but I don't want to go on and on forever. Um, if, if you have specific questions about if something is uh, like a trait of being an empath, like DM me or email me. I'm totally curious about this. What are, what do you experience as an empath? I guess is what I'm asking you. And then let me know what you experience as an empath and we can talk about it more i'd love to get your insights and if you have questions about how to handle it you can dm or email me as well and i will absolutely get back to you um and i think that's where i'm gonna leave it for today i didn't want this episode to be super long i just want you to have some food for thought bring empaths up again and be a little bit contemplative <sighs> Okay, so check out the merch, check out the Awaken Your Feminine Retreat, the half-day event here in Vancouver on August 27th. I'm so excited. Feel free to come in from out of town for the event and make it a whole weekend. I want to be with you. It's going to be so great to help you awaken your feminine, and it's going to feel so good for you to be more in your feminine and learning how to be there more frequently. My dear, go be amazing. 
Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.